Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome back to the third season of the Bridge Stories podcast. We are your hosts, Bianca and Nick, both from the class of 2021 at UWC in Mostar. Every Saturday, we'll cover a current global issue from our guests' personal lens. Thank you for being here. We really hope you enjoy. So welcome back, everyone, to the Bridge of Stories podcast. On this week's episode, we have a new guest. If you'd like to introduce yourself with your name, your age, and where you're from. Hello, guys. My name is Elena. I'm 17, and I'm from Brazil. Thank you so much, Helena. So could you give us a bit of a brief overview on what you're going to be talking about today? Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about our currently President Bolsonaro and his measures on COVID-19 in Brazil and how he is ruling the country. Okay, perfect. So could you kind of tell us what happened in the last couple of weeks with these measures? Um, So in the last couple of weeks, the number of thefts in Brazil have become extremely big. Yesterday, we had almost 4,000 people dying and (laughs) Bolsonaro is not doing much about it. Currently, he already changed four times our Minister of Health, and now we are on the fourth minister. Um, Bolsonaro also don't want to buy vaccines for in large amounts for the community, for the Brazilians. So not many people are being vaccinated in the last few weeks and months. Um, and it's been a sort of chaos in the whole country. And I heard that he reversed some of the COVID measures that your health minister put. Could you like explain a little bit what he did there? Uh, yes. Um, the last health minister we had um, put some COVID measures as lockdown, um, the use of masks in the street and inside, uh, inside places. Also, um, a curfew, but most especially is the lockdown. And Bolsonaro reversed these measures, not officially, but he would tell um, the, the Brazilians and the population that COVID was just a little flu and that you shouldn't be scared of COVID and you shouldn't stop the economy for health measures and safety of the whole country. Okay, um, thank you. And this new health minister that he now placed, does he have uh, similar ideas to Bolsonaro? Um, this new health minister was put um, um, currently last month, so he still um, he still doesn't have enough time, mm-hmm. I guess, in the go- uh, government to explain and tell his plans for the future. But currently, we're not expecting much from him because the first uh, meeting he had with all was televisioned and showed in our public um, public TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was not even airing, wearing his mask right. His nose his nose was showing, and he uh, if if I'm not wrong, um, he is not even a doctor or a scientist. So he definitely, in my opinion, and most of the country's opinion, he's not mostly prepared to be our new health minister. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, and kind of, can you tell us a bit about Bolsonaro's rule in the past years and kind of like what kind of, um, how he's presented himself as a president of Brazil? Okay. Um, Bolsonaro's main um, slogan was Brazil above all and God above all. 
so he was right when he was in his election process this was his main focus not really much about education or health or jobs it was just really religious and conservative slogan so and also he wants the people to have access to guns and almost like in the u.s um so he this was like his first most important measure it was to have access to guns and give more money to our army instead of our education system um and with covid I think he was not expecting that at all, that it would be such a, a huge problem in Brazil. So that hit him really hard and um, he has shown to not know how to take care of the whole COVID situation in Brazil. Um, being, like I said before, calling COVID is just a little flu. He also used pejorative names for LGBT persons saying that if you are if you're afraid of covid you are gay but in a way more pejorative way that i couldn't even say it here and um also he has been surrounded by a lot of corruption but apparently he's the only one that is not corrupted but all of his friends all of his family is so it, it has been a really turbulent and messy government for the past year and the country is in a really bad place the economy is as bad as it were uh it was in the mostly the last 10 years i could say and a lot of people losing their jobs and covid didn't help that at all it just made it worse okay um and how have the international reactions been to bolsonaro's rule and kind of his reversal of policies now um from other countries in latin america they are scared because we have borders really close to each other's and bolsonaro um is not taking care of it he is just almost ignoring covid so other countries who make borders with us are closing all the borders and not letting anyone uh, from brazil go inside of their countries but also paraguay um he, for the first time, Paraguay has a better, almost a better economy than us. So they are coming to Brazil to buy things. And that is making a huge um, problem for Bolsonaro because he would say a lot of times that Brazil wouldn't be Paraguay or wouldn't be Venezuela and all those things. But we, from Latin America, we have been having a lot of support from the other countries, but not supporting Bolsonaro. But helping to do the things that Bolsonaro is not mm -hmm. doing, like we needed oxygen um, tanks, I think is the name, yeah. um, for um, people who were at the hospitals, and Venezuela donated some oxygen tanks for us. Um, also from Europe, it has been a concern about how Bolsonaro is dealing with the whole COVID situation. A lot of newspapers calling him uh, that he is making part of a genocide inside of Brazil. Um, and um, other newspapers talking about Bolsonaro being judged in an international trial because, because of crimes against humanity. Absolutely. 
and um, how have instead the kind of national reactions been in terms of politics? Are there like any opposition parties that are trying to, you know, uh, combat this in any way or, or not? Yes, definitely. We have, uh, of course, Bolsonaro was elected um, because most of our country voted on him. So we definitely have supporters, people who really support Bolsonaro, but they are way less than when he was elected. Mm -hmm. um, but we have um, political parties like the Workers' Party, who is completely and against Bolsonaro and is the party who is doing the most right now to go against him. But at the same time, it's a really popular party in the country because they govern us They, uh, we had Lula, our president, from the Workers' Party. But one of the reasons Bolsonaro was elected was because um, the conservatives put it that Lula was involved in um, economic corruption. Mm -hmm. So that was on one of the main reasons Bolsonaro was elected, because people felt that they needed the whole opposite of the Workers' Party, which is really conservative like Bolsonaro is. But currently, um, our hope, I guess, for the country mm -hmm. is that we have the elections next year and the parties who are against Bolsonaro are going to try mm -hmm. to send their best candidates for Bolsonaro not to win again. Okay. And are you hopeful that this will succeed or, or not? Yes, I'm really hopeful that this will succeed. Um, elections in Brazil are really complicated because people are hard to tend to vote in a new party mm -hmm. or something that they're not used to so uh, I think that for next year is going to be Bolsonaro again against the workers party and maybe Lula will get mm -hmm. um, will go for elections again mm -hmm. because he was played not guilty in all of his accusations oh, okay. on economy um, mm -hmm corruption so he that would be a choice for the brazilian population okay okay and, so, and kind of going back to um local politics and local populations how has the indigenous community been impacted uh by covid and by bolsonaro in general i can say that the indigenous community even before covid was already being attacked by bolsonaro's mm. and all of his party because um we have the amazon and most of our indigenous communities live there mm. and at the same time there is a place where The conservatives and want to exploit a lot of money to kill all of the rainforests and build um, any types of farms for meat and or just take the trees out for uh, producing paper and all of types of things you can think of and so they were already being attacked because they have a right by law to have a uh, um, an area for them which people who are not from the native communities uh, are not allowed to go inside mm. or um, kill or change anything and Bolsonaro wanted to take that off and so the indigenous community were already being attacked and uh, with COVID it got way worse because Bolsonaro is not even caring about the community who live in the main cities mm. the most population So the natives were completely forgotten. And uh, we have our public healthcare system who is giving vaccines to people. 
and they have to use those little boats with um no um like electricity or anything mm -hmm. they have to use those little boats to access the native communities to be able to bring the vaccines for them but the gov government is not giving enough money to healthcare to be able to afford all of this uh, difficult access, which would cost a lot of money. So it has been the case that people from outside of the native communities who work in these places um, for um, farms and everything are bringing COVID to the native communities and the native communities don't have the the money and the structure to protect themselves and they don't have the support from the public healthcare system so they are left really alone with this virus who's not from their community mm -hmm. they are not used to it um, so they are really being left alone but there is a lot of um, native um, native um, representatives oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, who uh have a power inside of the natives um communities indigenous communities and they are going um to our capital to try to talk with the government for like they want to fight for their rights to have health care and everything and so these representatives are really important they are the ones who are um fighting for the rights of their whole um, communities mm -hmm. and they're very um, while uh, Bolsonaro's parties and the conservative parties don't support them the more um, um, liberal progressive. and progressive parties uh, really support mm -hmm. the native communities so they're helping um, them also to demand their rights amazing. that's amazing and kind of lastly to, to end, finish off um, do you um, did you or your family get affected a lot by these by the COVID and maybe these policies as well? Um, my family is really divided because while me, my mom, uh, and my dad we live in a middle class mm -hmm. um, like state, my the rest of my family are really poor mm -hmm. and they live in in really um, poor areas and like outskirts of the city. So me and my mom and my dad, um, we weren't that affected because my mom has the option to work at home okay. by her job. And my dad is retired, so he doesn't really yeah. work anymore. Um, so they have, the, they have the privilege to be able to choose to stay at home and don't expose themselves to the virus. Of course, they were affected like mentally, like yeah. everybody else in lockdown. But the other part of my family, um, sadly, because all of this economic mess we have in Brazil right now uh, didn't have the choice to be able to choose to not work and work at home so they still have to go outside I have a cousin who works at delivery so he's constantly being um, affected by the virus and being in a really like fragile mm -hmm. uh, space of getting the virus and they live all in the same house with my grandparents who were vaccinated last um, last week, so now we feel more more safe. But before that, everybody was really exposed mm. to Corona there, and they also they need the public healthcare system. They don't have a, a private um, healthcare, mm -hmm. 
so they need SUS, which are which is our private healthcare, uh, our public healthcare. Mm-hmm, yeah. Sorry, and and I know that my mom's sister needed to go to the hospital to finish a surgery. And she couldn't because you couldn't even walk in the hospital because there were people laying in the floor waiting to be able to get a proper bed. And there's a lot of stories um, and photos of people dying in the hospitals in the floor of COVID because the the hospitals are overcrowded mm-hmm. and they don't fit anybody else. Okay, that sounds really horrible. And um, so how do you th- expect the situation to evolve? Are you hopeful for the future? Do you see it getting better? or, or um, I'm really hopeful for the future because of the um, the elections yeah. that we are having next year. I really hope Bolsonaro is not going to win again. I don't think the people are so um, like blind by this, by his um, words and his slogans who are catchy for most of the population because mm-hmm. of religion and everything. Mm-hmm. So I hope they're going to make the right choice to go and vote for the right person. And um, I'm really hoping that Lula might win again mm-hmm. because he is—he has been our president for a few years and our country had a really good economy when he was there. Everybody was getting jobs. People were getting higher education. Um, we didn't have poverty in Brazil. So uh, it would be a great time for him to come back and try as much as he can to fix what Bolsonaro destroyed and what COVID destroyed as well. Okay, thank you so much, Helena. This is amazing. And I hope everything gets better. Thank you for inviting me here.